preserve my youth Not only did it capture my goals, it told me the truth Conversate for a few, cause in a few I let them know we missing you, the love is unconditional, unconditional. Wave your hands for the land and we family We got a world premiere right here, not get lost So off we go, let the trumpets blow And hold on, because the driver of the mission is a pro Is a pro, is a pro all right, welcome to another episode of Conversate With Us Radio. I'm your host, Mar B. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Conversate With Us. Follow us on YouTube, leave a comment, give us a thumbs up, share the show. We've got a lot of good content. We want to make sure that everybody gets all the good information that we're putting out there about people in our community doing positive things. On today's show, I have a longtime friend of mine, Randy McCrary, coming on the show to discuss her new book, Crumble. Randy, come on and join us. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So the new book, Crumble, okay? I've had a chance to read it. And I have to admit that um, when we were in college, for those who don't know, Randy and I were in college together. And um, I had to take English 20 twice. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Too much partying. Okay, okay. So... The question I have, are these technically considered haikus or sonnets, or what are they considered? Okay, so... This book of poems poems that you put out. um, I would say it's a combination. So a part of it is definitely haiku, which is a specific art form. Traditionally, it's a Japanese um, art form specific to certain amount of syllables and lines. Technically, they usually deal with nature, but... Um, I just kind of uh, adopted them to something that I like to use just related to whatever I'm discussing. But then some of the poems are just also free verse. Um, So it's a combination of both. So that means you were paying attention at least one of your English classes because you got the haiku part right. (laughs) I knew it was something. Okay, (laughs) so what inspired you to write this book? Um, I would say just life experience and a big part of everybody's life experience, whether they want to admit it or not, does have to do with love, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Um, so just observation, personal experience, just opinion, all kind of blended together, um, being witness uh, at, to all of it and just kind of piecing it together in a way that can give the audience an idea of just some of those different stages of love and how it can be very, very good, but it can also um, crumble like at any moment. And then we tend to sometimes want to build it back up again and so forth and so on. So that's pretty much the inspiration for it. Yeah. So are there any exes or former boyfriends, (laughs) former, former relationships that will read this and they can tell like that was about me? I know that one right there was about me. I'm going to say no. Uh, I'm going to say that the way that I write uh, would probably be, for the most part, intentionally vague. Um, I don't attach it necessarily to anyone or any situation that would be recognizable. Uh, I think the overall goal would be for any person to read it and just be able to feel like they can relate to it, like it's a voice for them for some kind of experience um, that they've been through. So. I don't think anybody's going to read it and, and recognize that something is specifically written about them, though. Okay. Okay. Now, is this your first book? No, this is actually my third. So I um, had my initial book. It was called Sweetwater Horizon. Um, and I wrote that early on around 2009. Uh, and I had 
several poems from that book uh, that were featured in Essence Magazine at the time. Um, and then I went on to do a second title in 2013. It's called A Beautiful Mess. Um, and then this one called Crumble. So there's some gap in space in between release of all three, which I think is just kind of correlates with like, you know, working, being in school, having children. So this was just turned out to be a really good time for me to um, sit down and get inspired again and write again. Um, so yeah, this would be my third. Uh, I also have one um, feature in an anthology, which is uh, called 2020, the year that changed America with Kevin Powell. Um, so there's a lot of artists and different people in that text, including like Nikki Giovanni, Jessica Care Moore. Um, wow. But that's an anthology of like several artists together. But this is a new one. So I'm excited. you kind of just glossed over that. As <laughs> if your work isn't alongside some heavy hitters. You know, so that's a, that's an amazing thing. That's, Thank that, you. That is definitely amazing. So, did the pandemic? You talked about twenty twenty, the year the the year that everything changed. Mm -hmm. Did the pandemic somewhat inspire you to sit back down and write and put this out, or were you thinking about it anyway? Um, I would say that for everybody, the pandemic was transforming um, and people probably tapped into a lot of self-care during that time, a lot of personal therapy at that time. And I think one of mine is definitely and always has been writing. Um, so I would say right around the time that the pandemic um, started, I probably started piecing together some of these poems. It wasn't something that I wrote continuously every single day. I just kind of wait for the creativity come to come to me. Um, so the pandemic for sure was a, a time where some of us really didn't have any choice but to be sitting at home or didn't have access to going out and doing things that we usually did. Um, for me, it didn't really change that much because I kind of already was a little bit of a homebody. I probably would prefer reading a book and writing a poem to going out anyway. Um, so it just kind of turned into a time to be reflective and, and do a lot of creative writing, I think. So talk about your writing process. Um, are you, do you like this schedule a time to sit down and write or to as something hits you or you a memory or whatever sparks? Are you like typing on your phone, like in your notepad, like <laughs> typing out your poem? Like how does, how does, how does your writing process go? Um, Ironically, I was just talking to my students recently. I'm also an, um, a literature instructor. We were reading the works of Haruki Murakami, who is a Japanese-born writer. And he has this really interesting uh, writing process where he writes for, I think, between like four to five hours a day. Then he runs a 10K and then he sleeps, wake up, repeat. Um, and I wish that I could say I'm that structured with my process. But really, I feel like mine is very organic if I feel it. I just write it. If something comes to me, I might jot something down. I always have paper and pen nearby. I always have my laptop nearby. So really, I just wait for inspiration. Um, sometimes I'll say, and it might sound strange to somebody that's, that doesn't really focus on writing. They just kind of write themselves. So, and I'm just the, the messenger, like getting them out. Um, but I do think that if you are an avid writer or you want to practice the art of writing, um, making sure that you don't go too long before you're creating some kind of content is important. Uh, I think it helps to have like a calm, peaceful setting to do your writing in. Um, sometimes I like to write to a lot of music. Uh, I think when I was doing my very first book, I can remember writing a lot while listening to like Lauren Hill's Unplugged album. So just music, 
uh, piece. Those are probably the two major things that I would say are important if I want to do some writing. Now, is this type of poetry um, your lane, or do you do do you do other type of writing, like you know, fiction, nonfiction, or different yeah. styles of poetry? Um, I think I've dabbled in a little bit of everything over the last many years. So primarily, um, I like to write poetry. I feel like it's just comes the most natural to me, but I do also like to write fiction. Um, I've had some time where I was writing a few articles uh, for a section of the Kansas City Star at the time was called Rise Up. Um, this is like 10 years ago. So I wrote some freelance articles for them. Um, I've written just like some relationship advice, opinion pieces. So I've kind of dabbled all over the place throughout my writing career. Um, I worked on a children's book within probably the last two years that I haven't published yet, but I do have that as something that I want to kind of focus on in the future. Um, so I would consider myself a pretty well-rounded writer, but I always tend to go back to poetry. I feel like that's my greatest love. Okay. Okay. So for young aspiring writers, um, if you if you could give them two bits of advice, what advice would you give them? Um, I love to think that I work with young, inspiring writers every day. So I teach juniors in high school. Um, and the advice that I would give is number one, don't worry about what you're writing. Just get it out of you first. Like I think a lot of times young people think it needs to sound a certain way or they're thinking about what it could be before they actually just get the content on paper. And I think that um, writing should be a very pure art. So whatever comes to your mind, just let it spill out on the page. Don't worry about, you can always go back later and like fix it. Um, the second thing is I think to be a writer, you have to be a reader. And I think that, you know, uh, the two obviously go hand in hand. So if you are interested in poetry, pick up some poetry books, like check out what's out there, see what artists are available, see what the, the marketplace or the competition is. If you love, I don't know, crime novels that you want to be a, a writer, pick up and see like what genres really look like. Um, and that can sometimes shape, not for you to emulate them, but just kind of see what, where you fit in. And then finally, and this isn't, you know, my own advice, but I think that uh, I want to say it was Toni Morrison that said, if you don't see a book or you, you know, you feel like a book that you want to read hasn't been written, then you're the person that's supposed to write it. So that would be my key advice for anybody that's interested in it. Okay. Okay. So you kind of talked about it, but what's next? Oh, I have had a children's book that's just kind of sitting there. It's written. Um, I have illustrations for it as well. And I want to kind of work on that. Um, I don't see myself uh, not writing poetry anytime soon. So whatever the next collection of poems that I work through um, and put together, I will definitely release that at some point. The, I, I do want to focus on not having such a large gap in between releasing things, um, but just enjoying the creative process. Uh, and I think as an artist, you have to live life sometimes in order to write about it. So travel, work, you know, have my relationships, time with my family, like anything around me, what's happening in the world, whatever inspires me, I'll just continue to work on those things and then uh, react to them through writing. Okay. All right. That's cool. React, react to them through writing. I like that. <laughs>
So tell people where they can find your books. Okay, so you can pick up a copy of Crumble um, on barnesandnoble.com. You can also get it on amazon.com or the publishing site Lulu, which is L-U-L-U.com. And then I think it's also available in all kinds of other uh, book marketplaces. I wouldn't be able to list them all, but if you Google my name and the title, um, it'll definitely pop up for you and you can kind of pick where you want to get it from. So my hope is that people just read it, enjoy it, react to it, find something meaningful um, and hold like a poem or two close to their heart. So. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. I definitely, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I have, I can't remember when I have read a, a book of poems like this, but as I sat there and I, and I read, I was like, okay, that's deep. Love and, that. And, and, you know, as you go through life and you go through different relationships and, you know, different ups and downs or whatever, I found how I could connect to some of the different haiku slash sonnets that you were putting, <laughs> you were putting on the page. Good. So I definitely think it was something that expanded my horizons and I'm glad I supported you and I'm glad I bought it. And I hope that everybody else does the same. So thank you. I, I appreciate, appreciate you. That. No problem. I appreciate you coming on the show. Y'all make sure you all go to Barnes and Noble, go to Amazon, go to Lulu, purchase the book. If you have a young aspiring writer, purchase the book for them so they can read it and they can become inspired by the work that Randy has done. And um, make sure you follow us on Instagram, conversate with us, follow us on YouTube, leave a comment, give us a thumbs up. If you have uh, an aspiring writer, tag them in this video so they can see this and they can learn about the process of becoming a writer. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Thank you so much. No problem.